817 on this Erev Shabbos, Parshas Vayishlach. My name is Mayor Fertig. At this time, each and every Erev Shabbos, we turn to Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Mayor. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vayishlach. Parshas Vayishlach is a very significant parsha. The rabbis tell us that whenever Jew, Jewish leaders had to meet with the enemies of the Jewish people, they would study Parshas Vayishlach and try to glean the lesson from Yaakov Avinu as to how he encountered Esav. According to the Chinuch, there is one mitzvah found in Parshas Vayishlach, the third mitzvah found in the book of Bereshis, and that is not to eat the Gid Hanasheh, the sinew of the thigh vein. And we'll come back to that in a moment, please God. The Parsha teaches us and gives us so much inspiration for the future. Because as the Ramban teaches, Maseovos Simon Lebanim. What happened to Yaakov was not simply to Yaakov, but it's a portent as to what would happen to the Jewish people. And so, Yaakov, when he instructs and he splits his, divides his camp into two, and what does he say? that if Esav, God forbid, were to come and strike down one camp, then then the remaining camp would survive. And history has proven that when God forbid the Jewish people suffered in one location, there was respite for them in another. Number one. Number two, Yaakov says to those bringing the extensive gift to his brother, the Revach Tosimu Ben Eder Uvein Eder. Leave a space between one group and the other, bringing the various gifts to Esav. And here too, the Ramban says, take note, Yaakov's tefillah on behalf of the Jewish people, that even Lo'aleinu, throughout the time of the Gullus, that was still in, that we have oppression, that there should be, Yaakov is asking, Revach Tosimu, there should be a space between the oppression. And so, history has proven Yaakov's tefillah to be correct. I'd like to focus this morning on the prohibition of eating the Gira which we know is the result of the wrestling match which Yaakov has with the Sar Shal Esav, the guardian angel of Esav, and he could not prevail completely against Esav. Esav could not defeat him. But Yaakov is wounded, and he's wounded in the area 
of his hip, which is dislocated. And the Ramban says that's a sign to Yaakov that in the area close to procreation, that while Yaakov survives, he will lose children over the years and down the centuries. He'll lose children to persecution, lo'aleinu, and he'll lose children to assimilation, lo'aleinu. And I'd like to share with you a very powerful chinuch. The Sefer HaChinuch was written to his son, and he goes through all of the 613 mitzvos, and wherever possible, provides for you Meshor Sheha Mitzvah, the root of this mitzvah. What's the very essence and purpose of this mitzvah? And to save time, I'm going to translate. And he writes the following. At the root of this mitzvah lies the purpose that Jewry should have a lesson and a hint that even though they will endure great tribulations in the exiles at the hands of the nations and the descendants of Esau, in other words, don't just see one angel, one man, see Yaakov as the personification of the Jewish people, and he's being attacked, and he's being hurt. Still, says the Chinuch, what do we learn from this mitzvah? They should remain assured, the Jewish people, that they will not perish, but their progeny and their name will endure forever. And a Redeemer will come and deliver them from the oppressor's hand. And remembering this matter always, through this mitzvah of abstaining from eating the Gidanasheh, will serve as a reminder in order that they will stand firm in their faith and righteousness forever. Again, listen to his beautiful words. That the Jewish people, Ya'amdu be'emunasam, stand firm in their faith and sidkasam and in their righteousness. And let's continue with the Chinuch. This serves as a hint because the Medrash teaches that the angel who fought with Yaakov was that of the guardian angel of Esau. He wanted to literally remove Yaakov from the world, both him and his progeny. And he was unable to prevail against him. He pained him in the area of his thigh. And thus the descendants of Esau inflict pain and suffering on the descendants of Yaakov. But ultimately, they will be rescued from them. As we find further in this parsha, Vayavo Yaakov Sholem, and Vayizrach Lo Hashemesh, the sun shone for him, and it healed him, and he was delivered from the pain. So says the Chinuch, promises the Chinuch, Will the Son of the Mashiach shine for all of us? He will heal us from our suffering and redeem us. Amen. Bibheira bi amenu. Now, I believe that this chinuch is so appropriate for 
the time that we find ourselves today. We pray that this is what we're experiencing, this latest wave of terror, nothing less than Chevli Moshiach, that the pains as we anticipate and pray for our ultimate salvation. But just as Yaakov Avinu from pain emerges a powerful prophecy of consolation, so too the pains that we have been experiencing as a people have brought an incredible sense of oneness, of unity amongst our people. Last night there was the wedding of Sarah Lightman and Ariel Bigel, whereby Loalenu, her father, was murdered on the Erev Shabbos of her Shabbos Kala. And instead of going to the Chuppah, she went to the Levaya and sat Shiva. And last night was the wedding. And it was moved to Binyanei HaUmah. What does that mean? It means that thousands and thousands came to dance with her. This is the Jewish response. And not just those who live in Eretz Yisrael. People from outside Eretz Yisrael came for the purpose of B'Mesameach. Because it becomes a symbol of our able to not simply survive, but to do so with greater strength, with greater conviction. And I can only try to describe what took place in Sharon, Massachusetts, this past week at the Schwartz home while they were sitting Shiva for their son Ezra, Hashem Yikom Domo, Zuchrono Livracha, the throngs of people, and not only from the local and Boston community, I'm talking about people who drove four or more hours from the New York, Long Island, New Jersey area to be there, to be there in their home. How much time did they spend in the home? There were so many people that you came in, you were there for a few moments, and you said, You traveled eight, nine, ten hours to spend ten minutes inside to say, This is our special people, the Makom, the very place where, unfortunately, Ezra was murdered. That place itself, has to give us Nechama. This is our home. He was there establishing and helping the Chayolim and establishing a memorial for the three Kedoshim who unfortunately were kidnapped and died last year. So this is ours. Yaakov comes to Eretz Yisrael and his first stop is Shechem. And he acquires it. And we must acquire Eretz Yisrael in its entirety. You have in Yirmiyahu, chapter 30, verse 7. I urge you, 
Bring your Mio to the table tonight. Open to chapter 30, verse 7. And listen to the second half of this verse. The ace Sorohi Liyakov Umimeno Yivoshea. The Navi says that this is a, a time of trouble for Yaakov, but he shall be saved from it. And the Mitsudas David understands to be saved from it in the following way. From the Tzara, Tetzay, Lo, O, Chua. From the Tzara itself, there will be salvation. From the Tzara itself, from the wedding, we have greater salvation. From the Tzara itself, we have thousands of people gathering and committing themselves to a greater sense of unity, to a careful Shmiras Haloshon, understanding, putting life in a very different perspective, recognizing that the holiness of life, the significance of life, recognizing that as Ezra Schwartz had a passion for Tanakh, and students from all over Eretz Yisrael gather for the purpose of making a seum on Tanakh, this is our strong declaration that the call of Yaakov can and will defeat the Yodayim of Esav. And I believe this is how Parshas Vayishlach speaks to us in a very relevant way. We most often are not aware that we are not eating the Giranosha, because by the time the meat has come to our table, it has been trabered. And it has been the entire section in the Ashkenazi community. We do not indulge. It's very significant that we pause tonight and explain to ourselves the fulfillment of this mitzvah. And the mitzvah is one which fortified our ancestors over this long gullus and it has to do the same for us bringing us as Chinuch promises to Yisrach Lo HaShemesh to the rising of the son of Moshiach which we pray will come Bimheira Biyameinu Shabbat Shalom to all